Higher Inner Power, a reflection of true hip-hop culture, a study of hip-hop, and an execution of sticking to the roots while also propelling everything forward. Welcome back to another episode of Higher Inner Power. I'm your host, Ty Frazier, a.k.a. Supernova, just enjoying this beautiful weather here in Colorado. Finally, the sun is shining, got the trees sprouting, the flowers blooming. You know, it's definitely one of my favorite times of year, so I'm glad we finally get to enjoy it. Today, I have a very special guest, my homie 80 Spades, one of the best freestyle MCs that I know, a great person, a great artist, a great performer. Definitely grateful to have him in the studio. Me and him actually met at the Mutiny Cafe open mics, where we would freestyle to a variety of different producers' beats. And from that, we actually created a whole project and a whole album together. So I'm really excited to share a conversation with you. Hope you enjoy. Appreciate you joining me today, man. I got the homie 80 Spades in the studio. What's yeah, I know. What up? Just tell the people a little bit about yourself, you know, your origin, how you got into hip-hop. Pretty much just listening to a bunch of music. Um, from the era, we had the posters on the wall. You know, yep. we was rocking cassette tech, uh, oh, yeah. you know, where the albums uh, came with the posters, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anybody got vinyls? It was like, oh, hell yeah. We're going to go over their house and just rock out yeah. as much as we could. No, nah, real talk. Was there any albums in particular that stood out to you or that like got you into hip hop? Honestly, Run DMC, when I heard Walk This Way, that shit was crazy to me. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's that was song. crazy. And that's, that's like so. the first crossover, too, of hip-hop and rock music, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, my house was funk music, mostly funk, R&B, old mm-hmm. school. But my dad did actually like some rap. Yeah. You know, because we came up in it early and stuff, so once it got to the 90s stuff, I was fortunate. He would actually let me play the stuff, you know, with the cuss words and mm-hmm. stuff. We talked about it, and he had an understanding, <laughs> like, dude... I understand you can differentiate right from wrong here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I had to talk with my parents as a kid about that, know, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, because I did not feel like getting the edited version. Some of those edits <laughs> was, was so like, bad. wow. I heard edited UGK, and it was like two words that oh. you could even hear. Like, the whole song was edited. Oh, there was so much of that. Or the bleeps. The bleeps were fun. Yeah, that was actually fun. Because the then you can just kind of giggle as a kid and it was like, oh, they're bleeping out a whole section. Yeah, or even hearing things on the radio and what they didn't bleep out. You're like, wow. But it's what they had to change it to. So when they get in the studio and they change it to this other thing, it's really weird. Or at least for me, it was really weird. Especially when you're used to listening to the explicit version. So yeah, It's like seeing an edited movie. Just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> What's a, a challenge that you've had to overcome in your life, you know, that helped you along your path or that helped you in your music-making career, you know? Well, shoot, honestly, there was a whole bunch, but one main one was, again, stopping. Yeah. That, that was a big one. Stopping music? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm done, I'm cool, uh, I don't want to do this no more, and this, that, and the other, and trying to stay away from it, but never really staying away from it. To me, later on, it just felt being pretentious. Like, you know, my rhymes, hey, they're expressive, they're tough, they're ego, they're boastful, all this stuff. But still, that's not how I just go out and operate in yeah, real life. Like, I'll say I'll eat your dinner. I'm not going to, <laughs> you know, physically come over and do such things. <laughs> Why do you think that is a part of hip-hop? Just, like, the boasting or whatever? Because it, or it's it was a, a sport. Yeah. I mean, at its core... 
It is. It's a competitive nature. You feel it at the mutinies, you know? Yeah. Just being one of the facets of hip-hop. I mean, it's it's exactly what it is. It was always boastful. It it came from rah-rah beginnings. Like, we we know. At this point, you just have to do it in a creative way, basically, though, huh? Oh, just because it's been done so many times, you know, you don't want to come off, like you said, you don't want to come off, like, super egotistical, but you're right, you still have to be boastful in rhymes in a certain extent. At this point in it, you realize it's 50 years old now. Isn't yeah, that the craziest that's crazy. Bit? So It's crazy to think about. It, it, There is so many sides of the spectrum here yeah. to it from one end to the other end, and everybody feels like their end is the end, and I'm like, that's cool. That, that To me, that's cool, having music that you rock with. And now there's so much different flavors of it. Yeah, that's so, why I think it, yeah, it keeps evolving, even if people, you know, even if people don't like all of the music that comes out, it's still right. constantly changing and evolving. At this point, with phones and all this technology, you can find something that you like. Yeah, something that you might not have never heard that came out 10, 20, 30 years ago. That's mm-hmm. hip-hop, you know. I just like those that are more open to, hey, check this out. Because yeah. a lot of people, you got to be like certain people to suggest a song to me. And I'm like, <laughs> eh, you're missing out on some good stuff that way. I'm yeah. not even talking like locally. I'm just talking music in general. Yeah, just meeting random people who are like, hey, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Or you see them post something on Instagram mm-hmm. or something. You're like, what is that? That looks cool. I've done that, checked it out. Yeah. Yeah. But not a lot of people do that, though. yeah. So. And I think it helps to be a producer. I know you're a producer, too. Like, yeah. as a producer, the best thing is to listen to other genres of music. Oh, yeah. You don't want to just listen to one genre of music. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't really feel like any one genre was based in itself. Exactly. It's all a mix of something else. That's what makes it fun. So, listen to what you want to, as long as it ain't messing with nobody else's stuff. We've talked about it before. Like, I stay in my lane. I, I know what I do. I do that to the best of my ability. I'm not out here trying to be anybody else, but I'm not out here trying to start shit with anybody else either because in the end, it's all hip-hop. Yeah, it's all the competitive nature of it, mm-hmm. the sport of it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it gets the best of you. And you just brush it off eventually and keep going. You got to. You got to keep going forward. Forward. What's the best piece of advice you would give to someone starting out? Create it. Make it. Just make it. Like... I'm not saying go out there and make it. I mean, create it. Like, whatever it is that you're trying to do, create it. Listen to it. Check it. You know, check it with your friends sometimes. But, I mean, like, really check it, research, go back to it, mess with it some more and stuff. Make sure you got that shit down pat. And then if you really feel like it's dope and it's time to put it out, put it out. So many people get held back by not putting it out. Seriously, you know how many friends and associates I have that have so many closet albums? I like to call them the closet albums because <laughs> they're the ones you know you'd have like a shoebox of tapes yeah. in the back of your closet. Yeah. It feels like it's one of those. Like just they put it in there, it's That's done, crazy. it's forgot about. It's sad because some of it's very talented and good music. They should be right. heard. You know what I'm saying? Right, and. Who knows? Don't let your mind get to you. Don't let your mind hold you back. Yeah. Sometimes it's all about doing it. Other times it really is about checking and double checking because you always want to put your best foot forward. Yeah. You just don't want to put out some shit because then that's what you're going to be known for. I mean, you know, make sure it's right for what you want to get out there. Yeah, make sure it's what you want to hear and it's the best quality that you can give at the stage you're at. Yeah. 
You'll bump up as it goes on. Or you'll figure something out or you'll figure something else out. Like, hey, that's one thing I always like about this. This whole hip-hop thing. Yeah. Pretty much, it, at least that's how it seems to me, is that it all came from uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, for you real. Know? At least the rap part. How are we going to get up there? We'll figure it out. <laughs> like, how are we going to... Yeah. do this even the graffiti like yeah. how are we gonna tag that yeah. giant billboard you know they'll figure it out they'll climb up there and so it's already so inventive in itself yep. that makes me very 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 glad to be a part of it yeah likewise man hip-hop is the greatest culture and maybe that's why sometimes i feel disconnected from like other cultures in america or just like american culture you would say i would feel like a hip-hop is more my culture than I don't know, I guess it, when you're in American, it's hard to describe, or it just, for me, sometimes At this American point, culture is it feels empty, you know, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right, hip-hop is an American culture. I mean, like, for real. You're right, you're right, you're right. If there was anything more. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing more American than hip-hop, for real, though. It came from New York City. And now it is worldwide. For real, in Africa, and Europe, and Kazakhstan, Pakistan, India... Asia, Japan, it's crazy. They can they rap. I was songs. wondering how many you were gonna get going there. There's so there. many, there's so like, many Australia, <laughs> Antarctica. <laughs> there's people in Antarctica listening to hip hop. I don't see why not. <laughs> What's a place you, that you would uh, want to go to perform, or is there anywhere like that if you could go to any country to perform, where would you go? North Pole. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Like, not at all. But for real, I would like to do some shit out in, like, London or Japan or something. I yeah, think that would be dope. That would be awesome. I wouldn't understand a single thing or <laughs> uh, anywhere I'm going. I think traveling is good, and I think, yeah, more people should probably do it. You know, it's something I want to try to do more. I got a lot of people that are, like, starting to do it, I want to say, within the last 10 years. Yeah. But, like, really going dope places. And I'm proud of all of them. Yeah, real talk, man. Like, that that's a dope thing to do. And Not it's cool everybody to a lot of the people from the city do it, too. Like, yeah. a lot of the artists, like you said, in the past 10 years have made some cool big moves. And I, I, I respect it. It's pew, pew, pew. Yeah, I don't see why people hate, you know. At this point, yeah. There, there really is no point to it. Like, what are you actually hating on at this point? <laughs> yeah, you're just jealous. And I've learned, like, you can either be jealous or you can be inspired. It's, like, the same thing, but it's either positive or negative. Like, either be inspired or be fucking jealous, you know what I'm saying? Musically, is there anybody you would want to work with? Yeah, I was going to ask you that, too. <laughs> but that's funny. Uh, definitely Absol. I want to work with Absol. I want to work with Currency. I want to work with Scarface would be awesome. Mm. But Most Def is probably my favorite though, out of a lot of the 90s MCs. Most Def. Wiz Khalifa would be really cool. Uh, I really like Fonte too. Mm. From Lil Brother. Yeah, I was about to say Lil Brother. How about you? Sheesh. You got a serious little list there. Honestly, lately, like, be X-rated. That would be awesome. He's just so dope. Just period. Just X-ray so dope. dope. For real. He's got classics. Mm-hmm. Shit like Snoop. Yeah. That would be awesome. Just because I think it would be such a fun song. He he seems like somebody very, very straightforward, but very easy to work with type stuff. Your style would fit well <laughs> with it, too. See? That would be dope. 
For real. It would be dope. It wouldn't just be like some whack auto-tune artist trying to work with Snoop Dogg. It would be like, nah, this is going to be a dope track. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to get corrupt on this, too. <laughs> like, I really just love creating music. Me, too. Seriously. It is one of my favorite things to do. It is. It's so, I don't know, it's so unexplainable. You know what I'm saying? It's like deep, it's spiritual, it's inventive. It's like, yeah, you can't explain it. It like comes to you in a way. Mm-hmm. It's never like the same thing twice and even if you like it sometimes i'll read verses and it's not even the same i'll use a different cadence or something you know or like i just try to do it different try to fit different pieces to different beats like picasso or something you know mm -hmm. is there any artist that really influenced your style uh, early day stuff would probably be the twisters the bones the mysticals Mixed in with like the snoobs and the Bay Area stuff of like, what E Forty? Definitely Forty. The, the Click. Definitely the Click. <laughs> the Loonies, Selly Cell, like Lance Raided, T Nutty. Yeah, a lot of West Coast. Artists. Oh yeah, I, I came up so much on West Coast early in my game that right before I truly started rapping for real, for real is when I came into East Coast music. Like, most of my playlist was West Coast, Down South, Midwest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you told me that, you know, mm -hmm. you weren't a huge East Coast fan. It, it was just coming up, what I was raised listening to. And you're from Colorado, yeah. so it's like, I feel like Colorado has a very West Coast influence. Uh, is there anything you got coming up that you want to promote? May 6th, I got Bar Red. It's going to be Elder Sensei and Sadata X. Nice. Shout out Elder Sensei. I did a show uh, opening up for him last year. Yeah, I was on that too. Yeah. That was fun. I was man. just about to say, yeah. I think we were both on that. Super dope guy. Shout out yeah. to L. Where can the people find you at? Instagram, I am 80 underscore spades underscore rhymes well. Everything else pretty much 80 spades. Some form, shape, fashion. Got a new video out with Just MC. We put that out for 420. Yeah, yeah. Call smoke blunts every day. It's a dope <laughs> one. All us mogers will get it, and even if you don't, it it's got a nice video game nostalgia. Think people will appreciate it, you know. Well, yeah, man, I appreciate you coming through. Appreciate you chopping it up. No problem.
Welcome back to Higher Inner Power. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Appreciate y'all listening. Today is May 9th, 2023. Today in hip-hop history, one of the founding members of the Wu-Tang Clan was born, Ghostface Killer. Born on May 9th, 1970. Definitely one of my favorite members. And in my opinion, has some of the most soulful, best storytelling that you've ever heard. One of my personal favorite albums is Supreme Clientele. I just think the production and lyricism on that album is really unmatched. If you've never heard it, definitely listen to it. Iron Man is definitely a classic as well. Fish Scale, 12 Reasons to Die. Ghostface Killer really just has a a very extensive catalog of good music. So definitely shout out to him. Really, you know, I just want to give hip-hop history on each day. Each day that I release the podcast i want to give some different information on hip-hop history so no i appreciate y'all tuning in just also wanted to share this excerpt of how to make it in the new music business by Ari herstan you need to be inspired to create great art art cannot be forced and inspiration doesn't just show up inspiration is always inspired you can create inspiration by embarking on inspiration quests sitting at home all day every day pressuring yourself to create great art is the worst thing you can do During your writing process, make sure you have an inspiration quest for some sort every day. Go out into the world, go on a hike, walk to a coffee shop and journal. Smoke a J and actively listen to music. Go to the gym, meditate, do yoga, go to a concert, go to an art gallery, see a movie. So really what I take from that is really just live more life and you'll be more inspired. Art has to have inspiration or else it won't be very original. It won't really stand out. So if, like you said, if you just stay in your house all day, you'll never be inspired to create the great art that you're truly capable of. Go out into the world, meet new people, talk to new people, travel, see new places, go to nature. You know, really, that's how I find a lot of my inspiration is just going on walks, you know, skateboarding, looking at the trees, looking at the grass, looking at the plants. Those simple things can truly truly bleed into your music and truly inspire you to create better art so yeah that's just for anyone out there looking for some inspiration looking for something that might help them in their creative process you know just try to live more life try to do new things try to you know live life to the fullest if you can i really appreciate you tuning in really appreciate you listening to higher inner power my podcast about hip-hop the history of hip-hop and just how it relates to our society yeah i'll see y'all next week hope you have a blessed day blessed evening and a blessed weekend thank you